So, so far, how is Wimby looking? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Monday, everybody. Start of the work week. We'll get you through it right here on Lockdown Spurs, your first stop, all things San Antonio Spurs. You guys are there every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Ken's 5 Plus app. The list goes on and on. And quickly, this episode is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to just to play daily fantasy sports. You want to go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code all lowercase LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. So how's everybody doing? That Wimby, huh? Pretty good. Start off uh, the season. A rough start, maybe statistically, but really rebounded well in that second game. And just full disclosure, this show is being recorded before the Clippers game. So obviously things might have changed. Just keep that in mind moving forward. We're going to talk about Wimby, our early impressions of him, at least through the first two games, and then get into a big question. Should the Spurs maybe rethink that whole Stohan point guard Trey Jones off the bench experiment? Yeah, We'll see what our guest has to say. I know where I land. We'll see what our guest has to say. And uh, yeah, before we bring in our guest, who is Rudy Compos of Sweep the League, we're going to be uh, looking at Wimby. And yeah, uh, you know, so far, so good. The kid's looking good. We're going to get into more details in a few minutes, but you want to still give this kid some time to marinate still. You know, uh, you can see there's things that are need to be improved on, you know, worked on, things that he excels at. But don't go popping champagne bottles right now. He's not going to lead this team to an NBA title this year. Uh, don't, uh, you know, you know, like, well, don't have. I'm trying to say, don't go full on, you know, Whitby's a savior right now at this moment in time. He is for the franchise, but eventually he'll get there because you're going to have moments where he probably stinks up the joint. You're probably have moments where he gets into foul trouble. And then the last thing you want is start cliff jumping. Oh, it's over. You know, it's the season's over. Wimby is not this. He's all that. No, no, no. He's going to have his ups and downs. Remember, 19 years old. Don't forget that. He's a teenager. Uh, so he has not only to mature on the court, but he has to mature himself physically, mentally, to shoulder an entire NBA franchise, shoulder that expectations. We all hear it already from Popovich to himself, uh, Wimby, that he, he's no problem. He can shoulder the expectations, but this is the NBA level. And already he's going up against competition he's never faced. Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving. Uh, well, by the time we were watching this, he would have gone against Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. So that education is going to continue. So give him time to cook, everybody. Give him time to marinate. So far, so good, at least in the first two games. And I'm liking what I see. Let's go and bring in our guest. He is uh, Rudy Campos of Sweep. Of, yep, there he is. Okay, I see you now. Mm-hmm. Sweep the league. Had a little glitch on my end, but we're good. Brought back the hat, the famous hat that everybody loves, man. I know. I'm trying to see if anybody wants to buy it for a million dollars. So I can go Maybe. get me that uh, 
that drink that is at uh, one of your sponsors, uh, Mudslinger. Oh, yeah. Mudslinger. $100 drinks. Yeah. So I want to go get one. Nobody's bought it yet. I knew it. I knew it. Nobody's going to be <laughs> brave enough to do that. He is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. He'll talk to you about what's going on with him. I'm pretty sure he's all about the football, at least for now, and probably starting ramping up uh, NBA Spurs coverage later. But he'll brag about his baby in just a few minutes. Um, you know, Rudy, not a bad start for the first two games. Again, everybody recorded before the Clippers game. So if you mm-hmm. stunk it up or had an Excel, Excel, great game, you know, just keep that in mind. But that first game, you, you know, it feels like we were robbed because of the foul trouble. Despite the foul trouble, I didn't think he had a bad stat line. I thought it was pretty good. Double figure scoring. He had some blocks. He almost willed the Spurs to a win late in the uh, game versus uh, Dallas. What have you been seeing so far from game one and especially his better game in game two uh, versus Houston? So the biggest thing that I take away, and this is a negative part on my end, you know, I try to look at, you know, the whole big picture when it comes to the Spurs and Wimby in in general. Um, It was way too many three-point opportunities, like three-point attempts. In the first game against Dallas, he had uh, five three-point attempts compared to four Mm -hmm. attempts from inside three-point line. So that kind of concerns me being you're seven foot four, you're athletic, um, you you can dribble, you can take your guy off the dribble. I wanted to see him in the post a lot more. Fast forward to the Rockets game. We did see him take less three-point attempts by, I think, by one. Uh, yeah. I, I think he took six, so he took a little bit more. No, but, he took six, so he took yeah, an extra one, yeah. Oh, for six from three-point range, but he did all his damage in the paint. You know, he was able to stay in the paint. Mm-hmm. He's able to make his moves in the basket. You saw what he can do around the rim, dunking the basketball when he gets close to the rim. That's the kind of game that we need to see Wimbayama have. Mm-hmm. He needs to dominate the paint. Not so much at three-point attempts. Don't be out on the don't be out on the arc anywhere. Just stay down low. They cannot stop you if you're in the paint. Mm-hmm. That's where he's going to excel the most. So I hope it continues as we see the season go on. I'm with you. I agree. I think he tends to be too perimeter happy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, six attempts missed them all versus Houston. Five attempts versus Dallas. No, no. Granted, in that game he made three of them. So yay. Uh, but. You know, you look at that Houston game, 19 uh, field goal attempts. You know, you mentioned some were in the paint, so there was a little bit of balance there. Uh, I understand that he's been very vocal, uh, Rudy, since before the draft until recently. He says, don't box me in. Don't make me just a paint guy. I'm not that. I can do everything. But there's sometimes I think they need to establish him early. I think yeah. in the Dallas game, I thought the plan was to get everybody else going. And then he'll start cooking, but the foul trouble got him. You know, you saw them establish Zach Collins early in Dallas uh, game. You saw Devin Vassell do his thing, but I think they should really try to focus more on him moving forward. Uh, you saw that somewhat versus Houston. Uh, you know, twenty-one points, twelve rebounds. Again, not bad in thirty-one minutes. So, you know, kudos. But you can definitely see one thing for me that's sticking out is he is getting pushed around. I see that they're they're pushing oh, him yeah. further away. They're pushing further away. And luckily he can hit the mid range and he can definitely hit the three, you know, especially, but he's not against Houston, but against Dallas, we saw that. I, I think that's my early impression is that teams are trying to test him physically and by pushing him out. You're right. And the thing with him is that look at the two games that they played. Now, again, this is being recorded before the Clippers game. So, mm-hmm. uh, by all means, I think we're going to see Kawhi Leonard, you know, body him oh, up yeah. a little bit. Uh, and that's a strong game. body coming at him. 
Yeah, I mean, Paul George as well. But if you look at the two games that he's played so far, his worst game is against Grant Williams, an undersized big guy. So you've also got a guy like Draymond Green who's on the horizon. You've got a lot of guys, mm-hmm. and I think that's what teams are going to do. But a guy who's, you know, he's a big body, but he's also short. Why mm-hmm. that gives Miami a lot of trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, you know, everybody knows when you're trying to get something, you have to get low, especially in like a football terms. You get low on an opponent that's, you know, bigger body on you. Uh, like when Biyama is, he's taller. So you get low with the guy at lower gravity. It's going to hurt him a lot more. Against Houston, he was able to dominate because he was against like a guy like Jabari Smith and, you know, a lot of these guys. So kind of matched up a lot better with Houston. But again, I understand you don't want to box him in in the paint. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that three-point attempts will come in time. There's going to be pick and rolls for him to be able to pop and shot from the three-point range. Make yourself effective in the paint. Get that game going. Once the first few buckets fall, the rest of them come a lot easier. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think I want to see him establish himself more inside near the rim because nobody can mm-hmm. stop him. No, You can't. Or, or fine, he wants to play the perimeter, fine, whatever. But pick and roll it to, to the rim. Because yeah. even Devin Vassell has made it that very clear. He said, I want to do more pick and roll with, with Wimby because nobody can stop him. All you have to do, I mean, heck, you and I could get on the court, just lob it up in the air, you know, yeah. and he'll catch it. He will catch it and finish at the rim strong. His wing, eight-foot wingspan. Let's, <laughs> let's utilize that. Let's utilize that length. Defensively, yeah. I have no problems. You, you know, he's definitely a shot uh, a blocker. He's definitely – you know, uh, forces guys to rethink their perimeter shot. You're seeing a lot more hierarchy shots over him. Uh, Dallas, when were Dallas did to prepare for that game, they used those big sticks pass yeah. to, to simulate <laughs> it. So defensively, it's not bad, not bad. Now, he has seven rebounds versus Houston. I'm sorry, seven defensive rebounds and five offensive rebounds. So those are great second-chance opportunities. Mm-hmm. I need to see more of that. You know, interesting again, Dallas is kind of an anomaly because he got into heavy foul trouble five. Yeah. But uh, we saw five defensive rebounds. So, but I mean, one thing I'm impressed by his steals, he had three steals versus Houston and two against Dallas. Again, mm-hmm. using that, he uses the length great on defense, but I need to see use that length more on offense. So far, I like what I'm seeing. The kid is showing that he can do it. Uh, I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him a B. What do you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, if we were doing grades, I would give him a B. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been solid so far. I still have – I'm still nitpicking on a little bit of things, but it's nothing that not every fan can't see. I mean, like we said, it's dominate the paint. You know, I think uh, against Dallas, it was a wake-up call for him. Uh, but we're seeing two different sides of Wimby. We're seeing the side of where an undersized big man can mm-hmm. rough him up and get get on his nerves because, remember, mm-hmm. one of the fouls he had on Grant Williams was he was trying to post him up. Well, it's not mm-hmm. his fault he's seven foot four. Grant Williams was like six foot eight, six yeah. foot nine. Yeah. That elbow was right there. It's going to get caught. So he's got to get mm-hmm. adjusted to that kind of defense, uh, playing offense and defense right there. But I give him a solid B. Um, can't really give him a B plus. Don't want to give him a B minus. I think B is right there with you. It's only two games in, so we'll see how he did yeah. against the Clippers. He is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Coming up next, we're going to put the point guard spot in the spotlight. Uh, the Sohan experiment at starting PG. Working, not working, Trey Jones off the bench. We're going to figure out what's going on. Should the Spurs abandon that or keep on going with it? Right here on Locked on Spurs. But first, I want to talk to you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports DFS platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other people, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less than 
two to six player start projections, the stat projections, and you'll watch the winnings come in. Now, remember, prize picks is the easiest way to uh, have some fun playing daily fantasy sports. You get quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, enormous selection of players and stat types. That's what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app out there. You got to get it. I got it. Go get it right now. You can test your skills in Price Picks with football season. Hey, it's underway, right? It's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you could turn $10 to $250 in just a few taps. Price Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select players' projections up to 25% to provide. Uh, more value. So Prospect even offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits to your account during this football season. With Price Picks reboot policy, your entries can stay in even if one of your players gets injured. Now for the NFL or college football, top 25 matchups. So let's just say you have a player who exits the game due to an injury and does not return to the second half. So if they get injured the first, they don't come back in the second half. That player is rebooted. And Price Pick is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Go get Price Picks app right now. PricePicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. PricePicks.com slash locked on NBA. Code is locked on NBA for that first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Rudy Compass of Sweep the League. Hey, the ultimate, the Locked On Ultimate NBA Season Preview is out. Six episode series with all 30 of our Locked On teams uh, shows. Locked On Spurs is there. From contenders to tankers, they go in depth with the biggest storylines heading into the season. Catch all six episodes on Locked On NBA on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Locked On Spurs is representing the tankers division. Do they belong there? Go check it out. Hear what I have to say. And uh, yeah, welcome back, Rudy. If they're gonna change the point guard spot, I hope it's you. I would I hope, hope so. You get that. You get. I, that I got some pretty spot. good reference. I have good references of my basketball skills, so I think I could play the point guard. Especially if you, you got Wimby to throw it up and let him catch it. Are you a black hole, or you want to do the pass first? <laughs> no, I've always been a pass first point guard. I I just relish in getting my teammates involved. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sohan at point guard spot, that's the experiment the Spurs are playing mm -hmm. with to start the season. Uh, I have mixed reviews. I'll tell you mm -hmm. what I have to think coming up next on the final segment of Lockdown Spurs. But, Rudy, you are the guest. Take it away. What are you standing like? Pro Sohan starting or pro Trey Jones coming back? Man, I hate that you always give me the Duke Blue Devils to talk good about. I'm <laughs> I so... see Trey Jones topic. I'm like this. I know. I always get the Trey Jones talk. Man. Okay, so the Sohan experiments, I, I get it. It's only been two games. Again, it's being recorded before the Clippers game, so we have no Thank idea you, what Rudy. the uh, the yeah. lineups are going to be tonight. But um, the thing is, is that the Sohan experience is not working at the point guard position. And yeah. I get it. You know, a lot of people compared him to Boris Diaw. Hey, he's going to yeah. dribble. You know what? If you're at the NBA level, pretty much you're going to be able to dribble. I mean, you're mm -hmm. going to be able to bring the ball to court. You've got to be able to do that at least. But looking at Sohan, I mean, he's only averaging, I believe it's like four assists a game. Um, doesn't really work out for him being the point guard. You know, Trey Jones is averaging, I think, right around seven assists a game. Mm -hmm. But what you see, the difference is you see Wimby, who's obviously the focal point, 
uh, be more involved with Trey Jones. Trey knows where to put it. He's a point guard. He he knows where to put the ball. He knows where players like the ball. He can lob it up to Wimby. He can do everything better than what Jeremy Sohan can. I know I'm going to get a lot of hatred from people that are saying, hey, Jeremy Sohan is you know a true point guard. He can play the point mm-hmm. guard position. He's done a good job. Okay, he's done a good job. But when Trey Jones has been in there, the Spurs have been a different team. Oh, yeah. And you can tell just on that. You see the players mm-hmm. are – you know, a lot more active. He's putting players in better position than what right. Jeremy's doing as well. Not only that, I mean, Jeremy's not handling the ball like a point guard. He's bringing the ball up, but the offense isn't really running through him. Well, well, to your argument too, and in, in the in the that tight tight game versus um, Dallas, it was I think Trey Jones was there late in the yeah. game. You know, you saw them kind of stem, stem the tide a bit until they went back to Sohan. Yeah, uh, in Houston game when it was still a little bit close, it was. Trey Jones out there setting the setting the uh, the the waves there for the Spurs. Yeah, and you know, actually, Trey, I think, is getting more minutes. You know, when it comes to both uh, him and so, I think yeah. Trey's at twenty nine minutes a game. Uh, yeah. Jeremy's at twenty seven. So, I think Pop is actually starting to realize that Trey Jones gives him a better chance of winning because mm-hmm. of them being at the point guard position. But then it goes back to this, Jeff, who plays point for that second string. I mean, that's yep. the difficult part right now. You don't have Blake exactly. Wesley who's going to do that. You don't want to throw Malachi Branham in there. Devontae Graham's not ready to play, you know, it's come back as a yeah. point guard. So you've really only got Trey. So you're kind of in that, you know, that whole <laughs> thing of, well, do I bring him, do I start him and bring him in, you know, later on, have Jeremy right. play the second round? But who do you put to the bench? Is there a guy that can play point guard? So I think Pop's going to run with this lineup until he gets Devontae back or he gets yeah. another feel for who can play point guard. Yeah. But for me, the Sohan experience is a no-go. It's a no-go, yeah. Well, Devontae is back, uh, He uh, well, at least not on the uh, suspension list. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has, So uh, we don't know if he played against uh, Clippers, but if he did, we'll see if those highlights, if they used him as a point guard. You look at uh, Sohan at starting PG, you, you, you know, that's horrific. You know, two turnovers – versus Houston, three turnovers versus Dallas. I mean, there he's not like coughing the ball up mm-hmm. consistently. You know, I I think the three-point shooting is a wash. Both players are kind of iffy still. Yeah. You, know, you know, Trey Jones. I, I give credit to Trey Jones. He's trying. He's he's te- he's attempting more to get start knocking that down. Uh but I can see your argument. Yeah, because in a tight situation you want a point guard out there who's commanding and leading the team and who knows the position. Trey Jones said it himself uh, following the game. I was in the conference room uh, saying, you know, he's tipping his cap to Sohan. He's saying, I understand what he's going through. He's trying to learn the thing. So I don't see any animosity there. I would have loved for it for pop to be being pop right now, just to really motivate Trey Jones to become even a better point guard to then prove it and they reinsert him. I mean, that would be some mind Jedi mind tricks right there on Pop's <laughs> uh, side. But yeah, you know, in the late game situations, so far, at least through the first two games, if they happen two tight games, it's been Trey Jones out there, not Sohan. And I don't think yeah. he, I don't even Sohan even played that much uh, to close out the Houston game. I mean, yeah. it was, it was Trey Jones out there. So Yeah. And Trey Jones made it very clear. I spoke to him about coming off the bench. He said he's willing to do that, uh, you know, to help the team. He said that's if that's what it takes. That's what a leader does. So he's embraced his role. But coming up next, where do I stand? Do I agree with Rudy <laughs> that the experiment should be done and Trey Jones come back, or do I think that Trey Jones should stay on the bench? Coming up next, right here on Locked On Spurs with Rudy Campos. But first, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Look, score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one 
Sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a $100, $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You got to jump on that right now. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. The app is easy to use, a wide range of betting options. Uh, you know, there's so many things you could do with Look, the, the Spurs season is starting right now. NFL season is underway. Uh, MLB, at least a few more games. We'll see what happens with that. They're, they're right now. You gotta jump, get on the action right now. We're at FanDuel's. Again, a wide range of betting options only found at FanDuel. You want to get that app right now. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Also, I want to talk to you about Muslingers drive through Coffee. Go there right now, San Antonio, 2404,000 Oaks Drive, 281-1604 area. They have dairy alternatives. They got so many specialty drinks from the Sub-Zero in honor of UTSA's Frank Harris. There's the alien drink. You know what that one's about, right, Wimby? That's a full can of Red Bull, kiwi, green apple mixed together. Delicious. That's part of their Red Bull-infused lightning bolt series. Exactly what it sounds like, a drink that'll get you going for the day. They got mini donuts. They have uh, the Muslinger Signature Coffee. You know, start off your day with a nice cup of that Muslinger Signature Coffee. Uh, what else they got? Oh, yeah, they have this too. Over 300 five-star reviews. Yeah, that those reviews cannot be wrong. Go to Muslinger's drive through Coffee. They're open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Friendly staff. Great service. They're a proud local sponsor of Lockdown Spurs and the first one to ever do it. And they proudly serve the San Antonio community. They're very active on social media, TikTok, Instagram, X, Threads, Facebook. The list goes on and on. Make sure to follow them at Muslinger, S-A-T-X, all one word. They have it all at Muslinger's drive through Coffee from coffee to the OG OJ. Can't forget about that. That's a, that's a coffee alternative. You want to have those Orange Julius vibes plucked one more time back in the 70s, 80s? Go get it at Muslinger's drive through Coffee. They recreated it just for you, San Antonio. 24-04-000 Oaks Drive, open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Go there right now. Life is too short for bland coffee. All right, it's going to bring in back our guest. He is Rudy Campos, sweep the league, rocking the hat that got everybody jealous because they want that hat. Mm-hmm. Why do you got to do, mm-hmm. do fans like that? You know, just teasing them. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm teasing them. I'm teasing them, man. They wanted, hey, the opening bid. I'll, I'll lower opening it. Bid. Opening bid. Is he said opening 000. bid. Hey, real quick, I, I got to ask you, what's with yeah. the 7-Eleven shirt? Like, um, hey, man, shout out to Jamar Chase from the Bengals, man. I'm always open, as he says. <laughs> I'm uh, always open. Is that what that now, is? Oh, yeah, well, maybe. It's, it's well, he he made a claim a couple of weeks back because they weren't throwing him the ball or getting him the ball in football in Cincinnati. So he was like, "I'm 7-Eleven, call me 7-Eleven. I'm always open." But with me, uh, it's just it's just a little mock shirt. I I saying, had, are you, you a know. fan? Are you yeah. that much of a fan of 7-Eleven? Hey, well, it's it's the big gulps, man. The Slurpees and oh, all that. Man, I, I mean, how how can you back not in the day? You, back in the day, you could mix the two, like get like yeah. one flavor of Slurpee and then get another the Kamikaze. Count it as one. He counted yeah. it as one cup. As long as it fit in the cup, you can put whatever you yep. want in there. What do you want? <laughs> uh, make sure to hat tip Rudy Compass's 7-Eleven shirt and his cap on uh, Twitter at Sweep the League. All right. So Rudy said, nah, it ain't working. Mm-mm. Take Sohan back. Put Trey Jones in. I am a big fan of Trey Jones. I make no bones about it. I've said it so many times at Lockdown Spurs. I think, you know, he, he was my most improved player for last year. Mm-hmm. You know, for the Spurs, I mean, just dynamic. You know, from the points to the to the assists, 
to steadying the ship. I actually spoke to him uh, a couple times already and about that. And he told me uh, at the game versus uh, Houston, the win, that when he was out there, when it was tight, that his goal was to be that calming force uh, mm -hmm. for the players out there. And he did a bang up job. But despite all that, I'm saying keep him on the bench. I know. Mm. I know. All right. So so here's why. And Rudy, you hit it squarely on the head in the first, in the, the last segment. Who's gonna be that second unit for general? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big I mean, do you really want to have Sohan coming off the bench in a tight game? I mean, I look, I, I doubt it that even that would happen. They'll probably have Trey Jones for the bulk of it, but let's just say you know, halfway through the second, you know, going to halftime, you know, Trey Jones takes a blow and then Sohan comes in and then, you know, because he's still inexperienced, even by Trey Jones' admission, he said that in a media session, uh, not in a negative way, just that he understands that Sohan is learning and everything com could just combust, you know, he yeah. just to turn over here. To so because I, I just think it's just a significant drop because if you have Trey Jones starting, great, that helps. You know, and then, but, eesh, you know, it's unless they pick up somebody in the waiver wire, you know, between now and then, you know, but I, I think that's just too risky. They're, these games have been close so far to start the season. Sohan does have experience. He played a bulk of a point guard spot last year. I think he, he wants to trend that way. He's, his stats are not horrible. I mean, it's not like he's averaging, it's Sohan that is, averaging you know, close to double figure turnovers or just really yeah. fumbling the bag, you know, as far as yeah. the point guard spot. But I think you stick with that experiment for a little while longer. Look at that Trey Jones uh, so far. He has 16 points versus Dallas in a loss, five rebounds, six assists uh, versus Dallas. And again, I think the three point shoot is a wash. Both players are still struggling. Yeah. But then you look at the, the win versus Houston. Sure. Six points. But it was a fact that he was such a calming force. Zach Collins told me that that's what he wanted. He he, he loved to see out of Trey Jones in that situation. He, he told me, he goes like, we needed that floor general. And that's where Trey Jones is. You look at the win, six rebounds, eight assists, eight assists, uh, two steals, and Rudy, zero turnovers. Yeah. And Trey Jones sense. is known for that. I would love to see that steady force coming off the bench. I think it's fine. I think if you have to come have him come off the bench and start maybe to start the third or to start the fourth, I'm fine with that. But to start the game, I think you still stick with Sohan, keep Trey Jones on the bench. Your thoughts? So I guess, you know, I guess while you were talking about it, maybe you convinced me of something and it maybe it brought me back to when the big three was playing. How and again, this is not saying that Trey Jones is this guy, so don't I don't want to see Twitter blowing up and saying what the oh, hell they will, they will. Yeah, you, 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 can, you can disclaim it as much as you can, they'll come they'll, out, they'll overreact. But this kind of feels like when Manu was coming off the bench because yeah. he was that second, you know, the first guy off the bench, second string coming in, leading that group. But Pop used him at the end of the game and he was in there at the end of the game when we you know when it mattered that's kind of the way yeah. Trey's been lately he's he's in there when the game matters the most he's able to keep the team calm as in Zach Collins said mm -hmm. you know he knows what to do in those situations not saying Jeremy doesn't 
Jeremy just doesn't have the experience as that. He doesn't have the experience as an NBA point yeah. guard. Hell, he doesn't have experience yeah. in point guard in general. I mean, it's kind of like the Phoenix Suns. They don't have a point guard at all. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be that way. But I, I don't mind Trey coming off the bench. It's just a matter it, – it's kind of a catch-22, Jeff. Do you want to start the game with Trey mm-hmm. and be consistent, you know, have yeah. that calm force? Or bring him in to where – so far in two games, the Spurs have had fast starts with that lineup. Mm-hmm. We've seen a very fast start. So, yeah. It's kind of like, what does Pop want to do? Does he want to keep that fast start, or does he want to keep it calm and smooth, and maybe get to yeah. an early lead, and then kind of blow it a little bit? I mean, who knows? Right yeah. now, it's only two yeah. games. There. It's only two games. Yeah, again and again, we're going to stress this. This is recorded before the Clippers game, so yeah. maybe things have changed, you know, from last night's game. But as far as the current moment in time, we're recording this. Trey mm-hmm. Jones is coming off the bench, and Sohan is starting, and even Pop, you know. Even spoil the fun, you know, in preseason when he just pretty much said, "Yo, no, this is a starting unit," and Sohan was listed. So nobody should be should be shocked by that. But I think my opinion, I think as the season progresses, I'm not. I'll, I think I'm going to see the re, like maybe shorter minutes at Sohan at point guard, having Trey Jones come in. I think maybe it'll be a transition. It's not set in stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll see, uh, you know, Sohan feels comfortable. I know he's, he's even funny enough and he poked funds of himself about being a point guard. He said, talk about last year when mm-hmm. he first got his shot and, you know, at point guard, it was a mess. It was horrible. And, you know, he laughed about it. So I'm good. He's good spirits, but as of now, I'd like to have Trey Jones steady any type of lead that the starting five creates or at least keeps the that's right, I create, keeps the team going, yeah. you know, in, 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 in the competition, not getting blown out. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just I think having Sohan coming off the bench in that situation may be a little iffy. But, yeah, interesting, interesting topic. We'll see how that plays out. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, you can let Rudy know your thoughts on the point guard spot, Sohan versus Trey Jones and early impressions of Wimby on uh, Twitter at Sweep the League. Speaking of sweep, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, so sweep, you know, it's football season. We talk a lot of football. We're doing a lot of mock drafts right now. I know it's early and people are like, mock drafts? What the hell? You know, this is not so April yeah, or May. Yeah. But but we have to we have to cover college football. We have to give your NFL teams hope for those that don't have hope out there. Uh, but not only that, we're, we're talking more. Uh, we're going to do a lot of snippets. We're going to do a lot of short, uh, short videos regarding the Spurs and NBA talks. So a lot coming out. Look for it very, very soon. Uh, we're in a little bit of a transition phase right now, but we're, we're making it through. Exactly. Follow me on Twitter at Sweep the League. And thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Ken's 5 Plus app, YouTube. The list goes on and on. No excuse for you to not continue to be an everydayer uh, right here on Lockdown Spurs. For the next episode, we're likely to look back at that Clippers game, look ahead at the week ahead. Probably Wimby. Is that too much of a going out on the limb there, uh, Rudy? Probably Wimby talk? No. If right. you're not talking about him, then he's not on the Spurs <laughs> roster. Yeah. That's- We'll be talking about your silver and black and much, much more. I may talk about a chat I had with Trey Jones and Devin Vassell about you, the Spurs fan. So stay tuned for that right here on Lockdown Spurs. But for Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lot on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.